wave for oh, me. Oh, quick, quick, hop on, hop on. <laughs> you're running, you're running. You made it, you made Ugh. it. Ah, July, Uh-oh. Adrian, you you both have made it onto the caboose of the Good Train Super NPC Radio Podcast Network. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, welcome, boys. Uh, the great Adrian Holmes and July Diaz have joined me yet again for another uh, DS Extravaganza episode where we cover the uh, game Spirit Tracks, The Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda Spirit Tracks, uh, which is, a, uh, of course, a game uh, in the Legend of Zelda series by Nintendo, believe it or not. Did you guys know <laughs> really? they made this? <laughs> uh, Would have never guessed. <laughs> I do have to say, these are um, in the whole Legend of Zelda series. These two games are probably the best, and I mean this in the most positive compassionate way these are the best filler arc zelda games that <laughs> i've seen yes i in, love the way the, you put it yeah they're, they're also um twins mm-hmm. <laughs> and that they're very uh they're very similar in a lot of ways uh, i can't wait to get into it though uh but first, yeah and like that, that commercial that twins commercial uh-huh about beer it really made me feel drunk playing this <laughs> Oh man, I was. <laughs> we'll get into it, but I was thrown you, for a loop. It was quite a slosh, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited to get into it. I. I always feel weird up to, on top. Uh, up top, wanting to launch in, but wanting to give the listener a little bit of context for what we're doing here. This is, of course, you're listening to the Legend of Zelda Games Club, which is a a games club podcast um, about every game in the Legend of Zelda series. We are up to Spirit Tracks, which means we are nearly done. Uh, considering we started with Breath of the Wild, which was a re-release of a different episode that we did a Call Me By Your Game co-op for, um, we only have, at this point, Skyward Sword and The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds to go. There are a few other Zelda games that we chose not to cover in this series, Triforce Heroes being one of them, uh, Four Swords being another one. I kind of regret not doing Four Swords. I feel like that would have been a fun one if we could have. It's get- on my bucket list to like yeah. get four Game Boy Advances and find three friends and actually play through that game. I need to play that game with three other people before I die. Yeah. I have to. I've hey, seen it too many times. Adrian, I'll take you up on that as being on my bucket list too. Mutual bucket list friends here. Now all we need is two extra buddies. Okay, good. Yeah. And we'll fly to some unknown destination. <laughs> it's just a uh, uh, middle, right yeah. in the middle of everybody. Just right everybody bring everybody. your Game Boy. Yeah. You don't have to bring any clothes. Don't pack anything else. Do just not bring pack clothes. Don't you dare pack clothes. <laughs> uh, Adrian, where are you coming to us from, by the way? I, I never even asked. I am in the uh, Bay Area. That's in right. California. Great. Okay. So we're just south of you. Same time zone, though. Thank mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And July, where are you coming from? Uh, uh, coming from? Uh, that's sort of private. <laughs> oh. Government contract man over here, huh? Okay, yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah, Area Fifty One. That's where he's at. Mm, guy's got a wink, freaking wink. barcode on the back of his neck. Freaking... <laughs> well, that's just a tat that I'm not <laughs> too proud of. You know, it's college and uh, yeah, make a lot of mistakes. Right. Um. Well. Uh. And then of course I am coming from uh the great Los Angeles, California. Um. Suburb. I mean, Glen- I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at the the Bay Area train station. That's that's where you guys picked me up. That that's where you stopped. Oh, by. that's yes, right. Yes. I hopped on. 
And yes, I, of course, and I also was there as well. Yeah. And yeah. of course, Choo Choo and All Aboard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause this is going to be a fun episode. Chug, uh, chug, a chug, a chug. Choo Choo. Um, Choo Choo. Yeah. And of course, uh, the, oh, and I'm happy to announce, I'm actually very happy to announce this. This oh. is my final Legend of Zelda Games Club episode. Wow. Really? Uh, as a host, I will be on the Skyward Sword episode. Connor will be hosting that one. Oh, this you'll is, be you'll be on that one, spoiling it? I will no. <laughs> it, I, I can't spoil it. Everyone will have played it at that point. Jeez Louise. I don't okay. know if you know this, Adrian, but on accident I I spoiled the end of Skyward Sword for July. I about, see, and he has just never <laughs> let you live it down. <laughs> He's never let me go about it and i think that that's uh you spoiled the ending of this game that came out in 2007 thank you thank you yes and i was able to somehow avoid spoilers for all these years (laughs) except for the episode of what was it ocarina Ocarina of time Time. (laughs) where we were supposed to be talking about that game that we all know and love the Mm -hmm. only reason i can't give you a pass is because you had access to not only a wii but you yeah. still own and have hooked up a Wii U, which plays Wii games. That's, so that's you true. have the opportunity. So true. This that's is true. So true. But the and thing we, you don't know, Adrian, is I hate those motion controls. That's why I never <laughs> got to it. And I waited till they gave us this HD remake where I didn't yes. have to use them. But luckily, the ending is not, not even a big deal in that game. <laughs> okay. Well, not we'll at agree all. to disagree. <laughs> um. So let's jump into it. The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks is an action adventure game. It is, it is of course, the fifteenth installment of the Legend of Zelda series, and it was released worldwide in December two thousand nine, just in time for Christmas. Somehow, I don't know why this is, but it was released later in Japan. Question mark? Mm. Like, like by almost. I think a full this month. was the this was the point. This was the shift where uh, Nintendo stuff started doing better over here than over there. So you're gonna try to get it to the bigger market first. Mm. Yeah, I, would I bet. I want. Yeah. Um, so let's do some little speculation here. Uh, this is this is a little. This is the second DS installment. Mm-hmm. Um. If we go back in time a little bit, this that actually makes a lot of sense to me because the DS, I think to date, is their most popular handheld, not in counting the Switch, not counting mm-hmm. the Switch. Um, and it was around for a hell of a long time. So I think yep. that it made sense to have two Zelda games on there um, uh, as opposed to, you know, like most other consoles, which only received one. You know, the GBA received one. Um Game Boy received one. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, they they just had all this time and all this on all, all these resources. And, and of course, they had the engine built for, for through uh, Phantom Hourglass. So it stands I, to reason. I really think this was supposed to be a trilogy. I just, 
Mm. We had we had the sea with the ship, right? Right. We had land with the train. I guarantee you there was talks about let's do one with a plane or with an airship oh, of sure. some sort. Yeah, Zelda in the sky, which mm-hmm. kind of it was the Skyward Sword. All right. Right. And that's enough. He'll talk about that <laughs> on this episode. But I, I no, I didn't mean it like that. I was just saying, it, I think they wanted no, you're to do good, a Adrian. To be clear, you're good. <laughs> I'm talking about Jeremy. I'm getting dangerously close. You're flying too, too close to the sun. You better, yes, you better ease off. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it just got too late in the DS's life, and they were like, we might as well just, you know, chop this and use it for, like you were saying, use it for something else. I would have right. loved like a link on some sort of uh like a fighter pilot or yeah. mm-hmm. type of game you know yeah i will say too like um link this is a nitpicky thing for the game too uh link in his train conductor outfit is actually like my favorite outfit for Link yeah, in this game rules. yeah and it's a bummer that he has to go back to his green tunic well, when he does uh, 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 uh. hold well, on well. now well, well, well. Did you help out old Nico? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. And, you know, I, I, there's there's options there. But, I mean, for a portion of the game, I, I remember, you know, when I got that. Like, I think they call it the... Um, oh, let me let me go to the items page here. They I believe they call it the recruit uniform, mm-hmm. uh, which changes you out of the engineer's clothes. I remember thinking at that point, like, ugh, why not? Why don't... Get me back in those train outfit he looks so he looks so <laughs> cute in that train outfit but i would i would love a world war ii fighter pilot sort of uh what's his name uh, porco rosso outfit mm-hmm. you know for link that'd be great with the little goggles and the leather yes cap and all that. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah all of it the end of the jacket and the nice like leather jacket and the scarf that would have ruled man yeah. i wish they would have did it <laughs> yeah who knows maybe they, they'll go back to it they won't but who knows <laughs> Um, yeah, so like its predecessors, the, uh, the Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass, this is also a cell-shaded version of Link. But unlike Phantom Hourglass, um, this game features some uh, key differences. One, obviously, you're no longer on water, but you're on land, as we all said, and in a train. Um, and, you know, the other than that just being like aesthetically different, uh, a lot of the overworld is on rails because you're on a train track um, as opposed to the ocean where I guess you could draw where you wanted to go and that mm-hmm. was less on rails. Um, you still are not really in either game controlling the motion of the vehicle necessarily, but I... You're, you're choosing the path and, and yeah. you have to regulate the speed. That's about as much as you get. Yeah. Um. For sure, I uh, this is this this change was a very divisive change. Every a uh, lot of people do not like the train. They they really much, they much prefer the boat. This is not me because I will get into it later. But I I actually prefer the train to the boat, uh, just because it's different. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't really love either to be honest. But I do like the train a lot more than the boat. Um, but you know, the internet's a different story. If you go on forums and read reviews, a lot of people seem to be, the temperatures seems to be favors the boat to the train, but I don't know. How do you guys feel about the train compared to the boat? I dig both of them. Yeah. Um, I think because they had more time and because this was the sequel, they were able to do more with the train than they were with the ship. That's just, you know, Mm. off the, off the, off the heels of, well, 
with the boat, you know, they had the meeting. We did this. We did this. We did this. But what if we did X, Y, and Z? And they're able to incorporate X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah. July boat or train? Uh oh. Do I have to choose between? I mean, they're both okay with me. I think the train, in theory, for me is a little bit better. But then yeah. they start to add certain aspects to just the whole train experience that makes it a little bit of a chore. Uh, what's the word? A uh, nightmare. For me. <laughs> but uh of i'm course, intrigued yeah. but we'll get yeah. to it well uh, we'll get to sure. it we're planting a little deku seed yes please plant the deku seed <laughs> um i will say to the uh to the uh um and again we'll talk about this a lot more in gameplay but uh one of the things that this game features a lot more of is uh musical uh, the musical element of the flute being played which I've got to say, I'm probably not. I'm probably. You loved I don't it. Know. You loved it, huh? No, that's not where I'm going. Obviously, I. <laughs> I don't like blowing my hot. You wish you can just blow on your screen all the time, don't you? See, I was I'm, so curious no. about this because last time, you said that you played this on PC, right? You played. You played. Phantom Hourglass on PC. I had p- tested it on PC, but I I played through the, uh, the game and re- let's remember. To be fair, I did not finish Phantom Hourglass. Right, right, right. Uh, but I did play it on DS, and I played okay. this on DS as well. Okay. Um, 3DS. Sorry, 3DS. Um, gotcha. And um, I did finish Spirit Tracks, but uh, and we'll get into maybe a little bit of Good. why that happened too versus uh, versus. Um, Phantom Hourglass, but I do I, I don't love blowing, and this game has a lot of blowing in it. You blow for the flute, and then you blow continually for that first item you get, yep. which is the little f- gust of wind thing. And um, so I'll say this about that real quick. I I'm trying to run more. I'm trying to live a healthier life. I've <laughs> never been more out of breath than trying to blow. <laughs> Yeah, on the Wii U, to try to complete a song uh, alongside one of the one of the um, what are they called? Like uh, they're not sages, but uh, locomo. Yeah, the locomo. It, uh, it get it, it locomotion. Was, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, it was insane. I was just like, I'm losing my mind trying to get these notes right. And it wasn't until later that I realized, like, you don't necessarily have to get them all right. You just have to move the stylus uh, very quickly. Uh, right. And that yeah. helped. That's right. interesting. Uh, I, I was playing on, on a DS Lite, and it seemed to work just fine for me. Yeah, I, I'm sure the DS is much better than the Wii U's mic, I think. The 3DS was... It was just tough, and, like, I, I mean... It it worked fine, but it just was like again. I th- I think it is just me having to do it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I guess um I guess the mic on the on the Wii U though. I I have heard from other Wii U players they experience certain certain abnormalities with their with their Spirit Tracks gaming <laughs> that they did. yeah also didn't experience with like Phantom Hourglass for example on on the no. Wii U. No, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if there has been any updates over the years to those games. I imagine they they see they they sit pretty untouched. <laughs> there once they once they went out the door, that was it. Yeah. There's no there wasn't any updates. Uh for uh, sure. For <laughs> um 
yeah. So, uh, composer um, uh, Toru uh, Menegishi, Manaka uh, Tomonaga, and Asuka Ota, Koji Kondo, obviously, too. Um, I would just like to congratulate those men on yeah. on on this one uh they went absolutely crazy in this game <laughs> i i will say this soundtrack was awesome yeah this this soundtrack slaps in a way that phantom hourglass just i feel like was just background music like mm-hmm. it felt like avengers stuff it felt like just st- music that's not supposed to be noticed whereas Spirit Tracks, oh my god, the music is so yes. great. And it has this great folksy sort of like band almost like banjo-y country vibe because I guess you're in the country, you know, you're mm-hmm. it's different than when you're on the high seas, you know. And that, mixed and that, in with the train horn. And, yeah. Ugh. Forget Such, about it. So great. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I agree. Uh I'd say half of the soundtrack's really good for me in my experience playing the game. I would have okay. I would have loved hearing the rest of it, but the game just didn't let me hear it. Oh, are you talking about the? <laughs> are you talking about the songs you had to learn? You didn't do them. No, the I don't know if it was the emulation on the Wii U. Some dungeon songs just never played, and it was just what? I'm just I was just playing in complete silence. Oh no, July! The, every single other like use of an item or hearing link uh, you know shout or or whatever or enemies i can hear that but sometimes it's just the audio on that didn't work and i was telling jeremy before we started recording i looked this up i went through old forums talking about this game no one talked about this so i don't know if it was just a bug that i experienced with the game i reloaded the game multiple times and it just kept happening i don't know what it was Oh, I'm so sorry. You missed out on so many bangers, man. Yeah, I remember I when when the when the first time when I got in the train and we were off on our journey and I was like, man, this is incredible. And I was like, let me put some headphones in and see what it sounds like. And I was like, oh, I'm wearing headphones all the time. Yeah. As much as I can. Yeah. Did you try yeah, putting headphones I, in, July? Oh, I had I always wear headphones playing right. these games, but uh when I entered the fire temple that's when it started, and then I was like, okay, this is interesting. This dungeon's just going to be quiet. <laughs> well, and then it was l- like that for the rest of the game. Luckily, though, the Fire Temple's pretty late in the game, so mm-hmm. you, did yeah, get, yeah. you did get some good jams, I guess, before the... Uh... Oh, yeah. Good, um, I love I Although, love all that would be pretty interesting. A sound-based dungeon where it is silent, and you have to navigate, or like oh, the puzzles yeah. are sound-based. Mm-hmm. You I might do be like onto that. something. I do you like that. You might be onto something. Um... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and we'll talk about more notable differences in gameplay when we get to that to that section, into the into the more the Games Club section. But for now, let's run through a little bit of the synopsis of the story so we can get that out of the way. So when Please. we're talking about these elements, we can we can have that story part kind of uh, kind of covered. <laughs> So Spirit Tracks takes place at the end of the adult timeline within the Zelda continuity. Does anyone pop quiz in July? This was this Skyward Sword was spoiled while I was telling you guys the whole Zelda timeline as a complete (laughs) as a complete whole. Do you remember? But but let me ask let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. 
There is there. Oh, well, let me ask you this: Is there a way to just uh, let us know what that timeline is without spoiling the ending of a game? Unfortunately, not for that one. Not for Skyward oh, okay. Sword because it All starts right. the whole Fair thing. Enough. You know. Uh, I mean, we're at the end, so you know them all now. Yeah, well, I do know. What is the adult timeline? Does anyone know? Not remember? off the top of my head. Adult yes. timeline that this is. Uh, it's if you die in Ocarina, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Why no. do you say you have yeah. it in front of you? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's no. I, I I believe it's if you live. I believe the adult timeline is if you oh. if you live if you survive. Okay. Uh, the water comes and and destroys the whole world. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's a bleak timeline uh, where Wind Waker takes place, and then Phantom Hourglass, and then much later. Uh, this uh, is because Zelda sends Link back in time and he doesn't remember. Right. Or nobody else remembers what happened, but except for him and, and Zelda, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, it, I think it's just as a, um, as a, uh, as just a consequence of his, of what happens that he's, of him saving the world and, and ending up, you know, a hero, mm-hmm. uh, just naturally these events occur. Yeah, and then this game specifically is a hundred years after uh, Phantom Hourglass. Mm-hmm. Right, which you know makes sense. That's about three generations worth of time, as we mm-hmm. as we see, we get a Linebeck the third later. That on was such game. a trip. The first I know. Time. That was great. Uh, very cool. So, um, it takes place a century following the Wind Waker events. It's the direct sequel to Phantom Hourglass. In the past, the demon king Maladus engaged in an endless war with the spirits, who eventually sealed him away using the spirit tracks. I also love that, like, in the continuity of each game, how they, like, like for whatever reason, like that they're all about trains in this in this battle. <laughs> right. They're everything, sacred. Yeah, everything had to do with sacred trains for some reason. Um, uh, and this game is so funny about wedging train shit in at every moment. Like you'll meet I, you met, meet that person in the spirit temple, and they look like a train part. Right. You know? Right. Um, I I can't wait for the Zelda where it's like. And the 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 demon Gerudo King Ganon challenged the the three goddesses to a pickup game of twenty one on the half yeah. court yeah. with the sacred Gerudo basketball triforce, and he hit the <laughs> sacred three shot <laughs> from downtown. The try and sealed shot. <laughs> the try shot and sealed the the sages away forever. Yeah, on the bench of shame. <laughs> and then and then everything in that game is basketball related. You get like the, that's it. The spirit basketball shorts and. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So this, you get different techniques in different temples, like a spider. And oh yeah. And, oh yeah. See, man, we could make you a could, you're, it. Just, writes, it writes itself. <laughs> it writes itself. Uh, the story opens with Link going through his final exam, graduation ceremony, as an engineer who both drives trains across the land and serves the royal family, currently headed by Princess Zelda. Uh, this is an interesting thing right away if you're the if you're a, a Zelda lover because, uh, and it, I am. It's, it's only in certain games that Zelda plays such a hands-on role. Mm-hmm. Um, Ocarina of Time is a great example. Uh, this might be one of the. I, I mean, I guess Wind Waker is also one of the great examples of uh, Tetra. I believe, right? Is that's mm-hmm. that's who Zelda yeah. is the whole time? But I think as 
straight up Zelda. This right. is probably the most she's been involved because it was as Tetra before. It was as Sheik the other time. Mm-hmm. So this is like her actually being here. Right. Um, the ceremony is disparaged by Zelda's Chancellor Cole. <laughs> uh, Cole, as the mm-hmm. tracks are vanishing from the land. I got to say, the, high, the Hillian royal family has always picked chancellors that look like straight up like Jafar shit. Every like, yeah. why are you, single time. Yeah. Every time. Why are you hiring these people? Yeah, they, no, no one's like, that guy's a villain. <laughs> why are you hiring him? Yeah. Hey, sir, what's up with your red eyes, black teeth, and, and <laughs> evil yeah. demeanor? Yeah. Well, someone there was like, nah, he's a short king. All right, we got to give him a shot. Um, shout out to my short kings. Shout out to my short kings. Yeah. Double hat wearing. Mm-hmm. Double yeah. hat wearing, short kings. Uh, so, yeah, the spirit tracks are disappearing. Uh, when the tracks to the tower vanish mid-journey, Cole, revealing himself as a demon in service to Maladus, seals Zelda's body for Maladus to use as his host. Zelda is trapped as a spirit and with Link's help, reaches the now-fragmented Tower of Spirits. This gave me trauma nightmares. I was not happy to be in another area (laughs) like in Phantom Hourglass. Luckily, and we'll get there, this is a completely different situation, and I was much happier this Mm go-around than in that timed, roguelike-esque torture device (laughs) that they had me doing in Phantom (laughs) Hourglass that... It is the reason I did not finish that game. But I don't um, think you were the only one that uh, wasn't a fan of that. I think that's the reason that they decided not to do the time this time. I am so happy because they 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 won because uh, because I I found that doing this I actually love the puzzles of those of those little dungeons. I actually yeah. love doing the puzzles. I just don't like doing them under that much duress. Then you I don't know how you felt about Majora then. I, uh, you can go back and listen to uh, listeners. Go back and listen to the Majora's Mask episode. I am. I need to play that game again. I think because I think I missed again. I was being grumpy about the time stuff, <laughs> and I think I missed what makes that game so special. Because a lot of people, I, a lot of people I trust hail that as their favorite Zelda. So I, uh, I like to go. There's back. reason for it. I'm sure there is. I, I, I know. I know it's like it's Connor McCabe's favorite. Um, a lot of people love that game. By the anyway. way, if you didn't know, you can slow down time in that game. I did know that. Thank you. Just so, just in case you didn't, <laughs> I just I don't know. He's, he's being a homie. He's yeah. helping you out. You yeah. know. No, that is true. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so inside they receive advice from Anjean, um, uh, one of the locomos. <laughs> yeah. People who serve the spirits. That they must restore the spirit tracks and Tower of Spirits. Zelda ends up accompanying Link, using her ability to possess some enemy suits of armor uh, to directly aid Link. With the help of the Locomos, Link and Zelda restore the spirit tracks and most of the Tower of Spirits. Burn eventually ambushes Link in the tower, with Anjin revealing Burn to be a rogue Locomo before teleporting Link and Zelda away and battling Brine, sorry, Brine herself. After fully restoring the tower and the spirit tracks, Link and Zelda return to the tower, but are too late to prevent Maladus possessing Zelda's body. Maladus betrays Brine and escapes with Cole to the Dark Realm. Anjin and a now-reformed Brine direct the two 
to find two artifacts they will need to find and defeat Cole and Maladus, the compass and the bow of light. Makes a handsome. Are return. you saying are you saying Brine? Isn't it Burn? I thought it was Burn. You're, you know, Cole, Burn, Burn. Burn. Right, you're Trains. right. You're right. Sorry. Engine, engine. Engine. You know. Sorry, sorry. So I'm reading from Wikipedia and they spell it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh. even kidding. If you go, that's you why know, they need those donations. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after retrieving both, Unjean gives Link the Locomo Sword and joins Link and Zelda as they head to the Dark Realm, where Cole and Maladus await. A fight ensues. They beat them, and the kingdom lives happily ever after. That's the basic story and the premise of this game. Um, already, probably too much. Probably TMI already with that with that story. Again, these stories are not necessarily where the um, the series shines the brightest. What did you guys think about this one, though, overall? I thought it was great. Yeah. I, yeah. I enjoyed all the new characters. Uh, I think Burn is, in particular, one of the more badass characters in the series. I it mean, was cool to see a badass guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And like a guy, like you don't know what his backstory is and you want to know more, but <laughs> you don't really get that. You know? No. Yeah. All we know is that there's, there's bad blood. We don't exactly know what made him go rogue. Mm-hmm. Just uh, that it happened and yeah. things are strained, but yeah. they piece it up in the end. He's That's... like he's like the Boba Fett of the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, it's definitely cool to to get that. You, and, and I, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other other Zelda games where you get like a really cool badass like warrior character like this. Like, I mean, Sheik. Sheik, Sheik is a great example. Impa. Impa's always great. Impa's Impa's like a a, a staple. Yeah. Uh, they're not alive, but the uh, the champions in Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, those are great. The, I think the warrior that trains you in Twilight Princess, mm -hmm. who's like who's like Link from the past or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that uh, that, that uh, kind of sarcastic baby from yeah, Twilight Princess. Yeah, the sarcastic <laughs> baby who runs the shop. Yeah, uh, I love that. <laughs> he's so fun. Is he's, he's the best? He's yeah. the most badass. I think I feel pretty average about this story i do like the i love the the characters i think i put put in a different category is like the story overall which i feel right. like is it's just run it's par for the course you know whereas i think like there are some zeldas that deviate a little bit this one is the same story with just train specifics and right and right. by that's the what, end it's like uh it, it's like another ganon you're fighting but it's with a different name yeah. right it's right. filler but it's good filler yeah, yeah. oh for sure start anywhere uh in any direction i would i I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend we go gameplay first and we just kind of okay. talk, talk about the gameplay um so this this game immediately to me uh i texted july right away when i started my playthrough and i was just like this is so much better <laughs> i was so excited Adrian, I don't know if you know this, but we we pitched on the Phantom Hourglass. Episode. I was getting ready to say. I was like, I immediately thought of you. I was like, I, I didn't say anything because I wanted you to to, to get that to moment for yourself. Yes. I was like, man, he's in for a treat. He's in for as a soon treat. As you said that. I wish you yeah. could just like double tap. Like, oh yeah, that's that's. Double great. tap is the perfect mechanic <laughs> for the role. Um, 
yeah, not not only do the graphics look marginally better, I think, than Phantom Hourglasses, but all of the sprite work and items and uh, yeah, like the, like the hearts are bigger and the rupees mm-hmm. are bigger and more and more present on screen. And um, I just thought it controlled a lot better, and I found myself, you know with a lot less of the same kind of hiccups that I had in, in Phantom Hourglass. Um, uh, what did you guys think about the, just the overall broad strokes gameplay differences between this and Phantom? It's definitely the the advantage of being the sequel. It's, it's a lot tighter. They've had a chance to go back. I think the locomotion is probably the biggest upgrade. As far as you running around, you don't have to go all the way to the edge of the screen. And, you know, to go full speed, I think... There's a pretty good sense it, that's been tweaked a lot more where the distance between a slow creep and a full out run is measured by just the distance from Link yeah. instead of to the end of the screen. And I think that was a good change. I think that was that was warranted. And then the double tap to, to roll, of course, is much better. And even the aiming, I feel like, has been upgraded from the first game. Yeah. Uh, just with arrows or uh, with the, um, the little... Uh, I can't remember the name of it, the thing that makes the gust from the forest temple. Mm. Just having to be able to turn that works really well. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I think the basic controls are great, but then once there's an added thing where you, you, you know, put Zelda into the body of one of those uh, phantoms, mm-hmm. and then you have to do certain objectives like run to this area but also kind of protect yeah. the phantom at the same time yeah. or, or like the, oh, Zelda's afraid of mice so you have to uh-huh. kill these mice and <laughs> or the boss battles where the boss is only coming after you but you have to have Zelda to hit him so yeah. at the same time you're running you have to stop switch try to draw a path to Zelda to get to him so he'll turn around and you can hit him but it, it, you don't get enough time to do it because he's he's in your face the entire time. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that, uh, a little tweaking. Not all of the changes were great, and I guess maybe not all the ideas were were well executed either. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I think like the earlier, easier parts of the Spirit Temple stuff were better than mm-hmm. the later stuff. Um, but I generally feel that way about Zelda's. I feel like they. They only recently has really cracked the code on like late game dungeons, like how to really do those the right way. Or they get lucky sometimes in other games, but like, I yeah. Know. yeah. Um, uh, is the train count as gameplay? Can we talk I about would the train count a little it. Bit? Yeah, yeah. So starting out, the train is great. Yeah, I uh, love the whole mechanics of being able to you know reverse. That's huge and mm-hmm. uh, go super fast. And then they decide to throw in these kind of evil trains that oh are, okay they kill are just you in one hit in yeah. one hit not even yeah. like damage you they just you're dead game over yeah and uh, at first it's fine but then there there are areas where it's just overrun with these trains <laughs> and yeah I don't know I I must have died so many times. To yeah, be fair, they do give you a good little bit of leeway before you start going to the plan your route. Yeah. And you can switch tracks to like the absolute last second. Yes. And I I I 
the the way I got around that was I would wait until I saw their little arrow of which way they were turning. And then just even if it took me an extra little bit of time to get where I was going, I would go the further route just to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I would shoot the cannon at them to slow them down if they were coming up on me. But that was probably I don't think I I think I maybe got blown up. Probably about four or five times throughout the game, but that's just because I miscalculated where they were going to turn. Yeah, same for me. And then I'm also just remembering the elements of certain areas would also just have roadblocks. So um, near like uh, Death Mountain, there are giant boulders of molten rock falling sometimes right in front of your track. And mm-hmm. then there's also these flying monsters that you have to attack to get the keys to open the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And you have to blow your horn so that you can attack them first. But then sometimes they're right behind you. So you have to move the camera all the way around. And then you <laughs> yeah. don't see that there's a giant thing of rock in, in your way. And bam, there go your hearts. And then you're dead. Yeah. I think that, I think, yeah, again, and like, I don't know if I was more frustrated with that than I was with the boat stuff of just like, I don't know. I, I can't tell you how many times I died like trying to like submarine get a piece of jewel or whatever from the bottom of the ocean. Right, right. Or how many times I died because I was getting just attacked over and over by like ships and, and weird monsters. But I feel like, I feel like uh, as much as you're in the train, uh, which again, not not my optimal, not not the most optimal part of this game. Although parts of it were 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 pretty fun. Um, oh yeah, when you get raided. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. 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 That part sections. Ruled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then like yeah, could use yeah, more. Could use more of that maybe. Huge swaths though of of uh, of where you could just see what they were going for. You could see what they were doing, and it's just like. I don't know if it's just like it just feels old or if it just feels wrong. But like but like I think it, it just feels limited. Yeah. I feel like they they squished as much as they like they got as much juice as they could get out of that engine and that hardware and yeah. they were like, "Look, we only got so much." I think they were trying to give you as many things as they could to simulate the feel of an exciting train ride <laughs> without having mm. you know, I don't mean that as it's boring. I mean yeah. that like they're trying to make sure that you have things to do no matter where you go. It may right. be the same thing sometimes, but at least it's something to spice up your train ride so you're not. And I don't like I said, like I said in the the Phantom Hourglass episode, I didn't mind sailing from one place to the other. It's kind of cool to just, you know, veg out and just chill out on the waves, maybe have to, you know, shoot a squid here or there. Yeah. But I didn't I, I dug just letting the train roll and yeah. let the music play and the wind blow through my my blonde little <laughs> <Yeah>. follicles. <laughs> I was I will say with one exception I was I was pretty okay with most of the areas that you invest in as as, as a train boy and but except for the ocean one I remember getting there thinking like you son of a 
bitch. How are you? You're making me fight these things again? <laughs> You're making me do more ocean stuff? Are you talking about being... when you go under the ocean or just above the ocean? Above the ocean. When I'm just oh, when okay, I'm like okay. when I'm like driving around and I'm seeing the same enemies jump out of the water that I'm having to shoot and right. I was just like, here we go again with this. It's a little throwback. Throwback. Look, man, we only got 32 megabytes. I know, here. I know, exactly. Exactly. Um yeah. So uh let's talk about some of the characters that we meet throughout the game um if any of them uh you know if there's any of them that you or you like more than others just you know shout them out on gene is kind of your the homie the, yeah yeah you're you're uh he's you're, our, you're our, mage. our our old man our take this mm-hmm, you're right uh, didn't mind on Gene at all. I thought the character no. design actually was like pretty cool, pretty never-ending story-ish or something. Like, <laughs> and, like a wild, wild hairdo. Beetle. They they just sacrificed themselves at the end. Mm-hmm. Once everything's all said and done, they're like, "I'm just gonna go. We're out of here. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Meet up with Burn, who just they're died. cool. They're cool. Burn. Yeah. Uh, Beetle is uh back in this game. He's uh. I mean, Beetle's uh, selling a, a you constant. Stuff. Yeah. Hey. Um. <laughs> Burn is, of course, uh, yeah, just couldn't be any cooler. Kind of just got a little bit of a jet vibe to him, like a jet or like a uh, yeah. But what's his name? Burn uh, is actually cool. Jet's trying to be cool. Whoa, <laughs> interesting. You know, At least you, younger Jet. When we see Jet later on, then we can talk about being cool. Okay, but. okay. Uh, Cole, of course, the double-hatted uh, Lucky Charms guy. Um, I was a pretty okay villain. Pretty yeah, cool by yeah, the numbers. Yeah. He's but cool. He's he's cool. He's creepy too. He's a little creepy. Yeah, um, he's like maniacal in a fun way too. Yeah, yeah. That you don't. Get he definitely a lot seems of. like if he was in a room with you, he would well actually you to death. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. He's he's a little perv for sure. Um, mm. Ferris. Uh, because like Ferris. Yeah. My my number one fan, my super fan. I'm <laughs> yeah. not mad about him. He's he's a good kid. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, Postman makes a return here. Um, mm-hmm. or a version of the Postman, probably not the same winged. Walking postman. into frame, sort of moving their arms like a train. That I, I liked it. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maladus, of course, the big bad. <laughs> like, how can we? How can we? How can we make the postman railroad? Yeah, how do we replicate what we had before? Well, he <laughs> flies in before, which is cool and sort of fantastical. And this, he just shows up. He's like, I'm phoning it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Rael, of course, uh, that, uh, yeah. You guys know who I'm talking about? No, R- who is Rail, it? Rail is his name. Oh, yeah, I, oh. I get the play on words. I'm just I'm yeah. trying to. He's the guy who trying plays to bring the it to musician. Memory. He's the musician. He plays the. He's one of the the guys you learn. Um, oh, okay, flute okay. Song from. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I can't remember their names. I just remember, they all kind of look like, pseudo Angine. Yeah. Or right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm. You have Alfonso. What do we think of Alfonso? He's sort of our. Uh, he's not. He's sort of like our. Uh, line back a little bit in a sense I mean he's not really there with us most of the time yeah he kind of catches the hands and then is out of the rest of the game yeah um yeah where does it go I forget because uh he's like in bed yeah oh and then you have to take him back to the village Mm -hmm. right 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 
He's mm. sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Aboda village has Harry, Joe, Mary, Ray, and Nico. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, who's uh, old as shit. He's got to be old but as still shit. Still alive and kicking. I mean, still he has alive. to be like... A- he has you to be over believe. 100 years old, right? Over, over 100. 100. Yeah. He has to be like 120 at least or something. Gotta be. Yeah. And you better believe I got every single stamp for that old man. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the stamp collecting, we'll get into that later, but that yields a pretty nice reward, right? An, mm-hmm. an actual like uh, so, something, an upgrade to your sword, I believe, right? So, yeah. You, if you get 15 stamps, you get the you get your engineer's clothes back. And then if you get all the stamps, you get the swordsman scroll, which lets you do that super duper uh the the big spin that you did in, in Phantom Hourglass when you did the when it turns orange and you get to spin, 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 spin. Yeah. It's that one. Yeah. And you get to hear him say, Man, you you fulfill this old man's, you know, this old man's dying wish. You know, I don't have any more regrets on in my life. It's like pretty crazy. Easy, my boy. Pretty crazy. My boy. Um Castletown. Uh, really, I think the only notable characters here, Linebeck the Third, you meet mm-hmm. here. I love his little sailor outfit or his little whatever <laughs> that outfit is. When I love how he's as much of a dick as the original Linebeck is. Yeah, he's great. Uh, <laughs> Joyness, the other one. Joyness. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like a, yeah, she's like also like kind of like his pursuer from the Phantom Hourglass game. Same kind of right, character right. model. Yeah. Uh, we get, uh, I love that there's like, um, that each one of the little cities kind of has thematically their own like little kind of people like, like Whittleton has like all these tree, burly, burly burly treemen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody from the Whittleton that stands out to you at all? No. Uh, just the guy that we brought the woman from the village to and they got married. Did you do that one? I don't did I do I don't think I did that so yeah in the village there's a guy if you go into his house he's like man I wish I could just find a really nice right I remember that yeah Mm -hmm. and then uh if you go to another I can't remember the name of the village just like I think it starts with a p Mm -hmm. uh there's a lady there who's like I just um pepper charm the the great oracle or something like the wise one says that I will find love and then you take her to him, and they find out that they're they find out that they're perfect for each other, oh. and they end up going and getting hitched. Oh, I love that! Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's one of the quests you, uh, to unlock more tracks. Mm-hmm. You get a little gem. Um, Bunnyo, or Bunnyo, is the bunny guy who wants you to catch all the bunnies. Remember that? So this oh. guy is he a bunny or it's a guy dressed as a bunny? I think it's a guy dressed as a bunny. I think it's a guy. And okay. then, and then, is he the same guy in A Link Between Worlds, or is that Rubio? No, I think it's different guys. Okay, and oh, then you, that, okay. yeah, and that's different than the bunny from Mario, right? <laughs> yeah, the the purple bunny guy. What's his name? Rat, rap, rap, Lily. It might be the same. You think so? Yeah, I think Maybe. it might be the same. I think it might be the same as a tricks bunny too. Yeah, that might be. Wait, are we are we bunniest? <laughs> oh no, is that what we're doing? We're just we think all bunnies look <laughs> all alike. bunnies are this all bunnies look the same. Well, to, I want to be clear to all the listeners. Uh, I do not think all bunnies look the same. You are not all wascally wabbits, okay? Yeah, please. Just wanted to make sure that's known. 
Okay, we got the Anuki back. Uh, mm. the snow, the snow people mm-hmm. with the little deer antlers. I yeah. like these little guys. I think they're they need great. to make a comeback and put them in Breath of the Wild too. You cowards! Can we get the Minish first? So yeah, they don't pump fake yeah. on that like Ooh. they did in the first Breath of the Wild. Ooh, I would love some Minish in my game. Put some I Minish in my coffee. Uh, bridge worker Kenzo. Remember Kenzo? Extortionist Kenzo. Is yeah. that who you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. us for 8,000 rupees. Hey, I heard that ring is uh, worth this much more money. I'll take it. <laughs> right. Mm. That's Man. not what we agreed upon, sir. We got Steam. He's the snow sanctuaries, uh, like uh, on Gene mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Carbon, who's the ocean sanctuaries. Uh, on Jean like character. Then we have the Papachuia, Papuchia village people. That's the one. Yeah. Where you find the lady. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Is it Nagi? Mm hmm. Yeah. Got the wise one there. Wise one looks like a freak. I like the wise <laughs> one. Um, the fire realm people are all the Gorons, right? Kagaron, yeah. my boy. Kagaron's great. He is like a, he's like a little bit of a different like design on a, for a Goron. I, I love his like coloring is different, and he's yeah. like cool looking. Yeah, charcoal kind of. Yes. Oh man, he's 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 badass. Uh, and uh, yeah, you get of course some more uh, regular Goron looking people too, and. Goron Elder. Did you take that one Goron over back to the the Anuki village? Oh yeah, you better believe it, baby. <laughs> um, I did yeah, not do I, that. What what happened? I thought, I thought you so. I thought you had to do that. You, do you not have to do that. No, the, these are all the little take people somewhere outside of the bridge constructor are oh. all optional. It's just you know you're doing good deeds for people, and then you get the little the little gem that you know opens up the tracks. All oh, right. right. Uh, so the Goron is like, man, I heard that. Uh, there's there's a legend here that there's something called snow and it's cold mm. and it's white and it's puffy and I've never seen it before. I hope I get to see it. And you tell him that it actually does exist. He's like, oh, really? Can you take me to see it? And you, you know, get him on the train. And he, he even says, oh, this is my first trip ever. I'm really excited to do this. So you take him over to the Anuki village and he's like, wow, this really is uh, the snow really does exist. This is awesome. Thank you for taking me here. And you get the. Uh, the um the gym yeah oh isn't that a sweet story yeah i just i don't know i I dug that part like yeah you don't have to do it but it's just a little something for being a nice person you know absolutely helping people achieve their their goals and isn't that what link really is all about trying to help people achieve their own goals link doesn't really want anything himself you know he's just trying to help help out the kingdom and stuff uh embrose is the uh little drummer from the fire sanctuary. And um really you know that's that's it as far as the as, as far and as Caritas. Well, we talked we talked a little bit about Maladus, but like uh what what do you guys have what do you what are your thoughts on Maladus as as a villain? Like hate? Well, he's sort of like a uh, he he is inside Zelda's body for most of the game, right? And then when you have that boss battle, which was, in my opinion, one of the harder, just because of the gameplay mechanics, (laughs) boss battles I've ever had to do. Um, Now, 
as far as which which well, one are you talking about? Are you talking about the one with where he's attacking Zelda only? Mm, no. And and you have to hit the rocks away. Which one are you talking about? Uh, well, that was tough too for different reasons. But uh, <laughs> well, you're on I, the train, the demon train. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And uh, use what you learned. Exactly. Yeah. The, the mice are attacking Zelda, and you, it's just a lot of multitasking that's kind of yeah. tough. <laughs> if it, with just for, that's the only time where I'm like, oh, if this was like a two player experience, this would be great. You know, but well, it's this not. was 2009, by the way, which was the year multitasking was invented. So, ah, yes. Oh, course. is that true? That is true. Yeah. Now, July, I'll be on the opposite side of that coin. Yeah. And I thought the one phase of that boss battle that was awesome and that was just another excellent use of the DS having two screens was where you and Zelda were facing Maladus in his Nintendo 64 Ganon form. Yeah, he looks like Blue Ganon. Yeah. yeah, and one screen is Zelda's point of view, and the other screen is your point of view, and you have to turn Maladus so that she can hit him in the back. Love that part. With the bow. That part was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was so well done. I have no notes for that, <laughs> but right before that, yeah. when you have to do like a bullet hell type of thing where, you know, at first... Maladus is just shooting the, those rocks at mm-hmm. you, oh, and you right, have to protect yeah. Zelda to... So, Zelda can power up her, 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 um, you know, beam or whatever mm-hmm. beam, light arrow. The light arrow. Is that what she was doing? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I didn't uh, play going super sand basically because she, her whole body is touring, turning a yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking yellow about. aura. Some, some comment, comp command maya stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that whole part is kind of like. Okay, I'm like, how many more of these things are gonna come at me? What, right. Like, how long is this taking? And then she I just kept hit. spinning them. I just kept doing the spin attack. Just spin yeah. attack, that's spin smart. Attack, spin attack. That's smart. I stupidly chased each one, <laughs> and then you know, get, yeah. it, it, I'm like getting to the very end of like, okay, she's almost powered up. Gets hit by one of those rocks. Have to do the whole thing all. <laughs> uh. I feel like you got game over a lot in this. In this, uh, no, it, it, it's just the 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 action of her having to power up had to start from the very like she wasn't even like right. halfway powered up, you know. Um, mm-hmm. as, as in terms of, uh, I feel this is a good dovetail into uh, talking about bosses and sub bosses throughout the game. Um, yeah. I gotta say, uh, in my memory of playing the game, all the bosses were freaks and sub bosses were freaks in a way I liked. Uh, yeah. And as I as as I'm looking at their character models now on the wiki, can confirm each one of these is a complete freak. And uh, unlike a lot of the bosses we've gotten from other Zelda games, like these aren't rehashes of like the first. I feel like a lot of games give us rehashes of the first Zelda, like the Dodongo and like the the three headed dragon and um, right or versions of it. I feel like even Phantom Hourglass had a little bit of that going on, but this. Uh, this is like Wild Town. This is oh, like, uh, man. man, like big, uh, I'm looking at Big Blin. Remember him on the train? Mm-hmm. Big Blin, freaking ogre guy. Oh, so yes. good. Uh, Snapper. Is that, was that the one where, was that the, the Fire Temple one? No, uh, uh, Big Blin was on in, in the ocean realm. He's on the train. Oh, okay, okay. And then Snapper is in the ocean. He's the sub boss of the open ocean temple. Who's like this blue guy with a white beard, and he's got that like whip thing. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, 
You got Dark Link, little little uh, little cool mm. cell cell shaded Dark Link. Um, <laughs> the big bosses, by the way, um, are great. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Stagnox, uh, probably the least least eventful one. The first one, um, liked him okay. The Fry- stink bottle, the yeah. stink bug. Mm-hmm. Stink yeah, that bug. One was a good one. Uh, phrase or fries the snow temple like freak bat like wombat looking thing oh uh, this my real God. skinny thing yeah that thing mm-hmm. is is uh is cool i really liked uh Phytops tops from the ocean temple that was like a highlight yeah. for me uh and just sort of how you fight these things i think kragma though is the the highlight of the boss. Yeah. I don't know if you guys think so. Craig was oh, the one yeah. where you have to get in the mine cart and like shoot around his body as yeah. you're spinning mm-hmm. it. Uh, that was very memorable. I got to say. Yeah. I really yeah. like that. Anything that plays with the dimensions for sure is super, super fun. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, it, that whole mechanic of having to shoot all those little glowing mm-hmm. parts on the, on the boss's body was, was, was great. It was so good. I think the only one for me that I didn't love was uh, Skeldrich, who's the Sand Temple guy. It's kind of a yeah. rehash of a Phantom Hourglass boss, and the Sand Temple itself just kind of felt tacked on to me. I feel yeah. like we didn't need it, and it wasn't that good of a temple. Like the Fire Temple is a pretty short, easy temple, but I kind of liked that at that point. Yeah, I was like I was like, okay, I could do a nice short one here. Um, but yeah, the Sand Temple is like I, I don't like the mechanic either of what it gives you. It's that wand that raises the sand brings the sand up yeah, eh, yeah. Eh, it's just okay kind of reminds me of it. i mean there's a uh mm, i don't I can't talk about it. it's a skyward sword thing but uh, there's an item in that that i don't love either for the oh, same reason jesus reasons. christ Very is it another sand <laughs> thing can you control sand in that game <laughs> I, I i cannot i cannot say speak a word about it i'm an hour in i just <laughs> met the boys or bullies and uh Link's uh, you know, what what is it called? I forget. But the flying bird is missing. I just started the game. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, um. Why don't we talk a little bit about the uh the dungeons, um, and then really, we'll... really well done. Yeah, these are, um, these are all straightforward. Had no qualms with any of them. I I, I enjoyed all the puzzles and. I, and they I, all felt different. I, yeah. I I would have I would have traded sand. For... Would have loved to to hear the music on some of the last ones. <laughs> yeah. but oh, besides, that's right. I besides forgot. that, that sucks. Yeah, that really sucks, man. I'm sorry. You should play it on DS. Yeah, it's much, I would, much I would better be much better experience. Okay. Um. Yeah i I could have uh actually if, to remove the sand temple and then added a, added a couple more temples actually like. This game is very light on temples. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six. There's so if we're not counting Tower of Spirits, which I would put in a different category. Oh, okay. There, okay, there are one. there are six, but one of them's an optional one, right? Which is the uh, the Lost at Sea temple, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Lost at Sea station. Um, but yeah, I like all these a lot, uh, a lot, a lot. It left me wanting more, which is maybe a good thing. Maybe they didn't yeah. need more, but um. I definitely like have I, I definitely have felt like Phantom Hourglass maybe had too many temples. I feel like certain, a lot of Zelda's actually have too many. I think Twilight mm-hmm. Princess has like way too many temples. Doesn't it have like twelve temples or something crazy in that. Um, something like right. that, but a lot of them are really good. So. Yeah, yeah, no, they're great. Yeah, I, I, I think just for me, it's like it's like weird how Zelda ne- like they're either either do a ton or way too small. But like 
I think Ocarina is the only one I feel like has the just like the perfect sweet spot. It's like yeah, I get you. Um, I'm sorry, it was it's a reflex. It's like a I don't know. It's like Twilight's somebody, your favorite. I whenever keep forgetting comes Twilight's to Twilight, your favorite. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, no, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. No, yeah, wait a minute. Right, you're right. Yeah, that's my bad. Um, now, uh, I think uh, any any temple that you guys like the most, I, I'm gonna say Fire Temple. I like just because it was so straightforward, very easy, very linear. Which one did you guys like the best? I really dug the the Forest Temple. I thought it was an, an excellent uh, introductory uh, temple into. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we're already kind of familiar with the control scheme, but just something about the way these temples feel like we were just saying in regards to Phantom Hourglass, I think they do a good, a better job than Phantom Hourglass into introducing you into the world. Because I'm sure this was somebody's first DS Zelda, like somebody played this before Phantom Hourglass. So yeah. Um, I, I think that that, that the temple rocks, I don't love the item it gives you, but I do, I do like the, uh, the puzzles that uh, are in it. I also like the snow one in this is like a little bit more snowy and fun. Like I love bashing the frozen plants and yeah. Walking over the water, make freezing the water. Yeah. Freezing the water is cool. The bell puzzle. I didn't hate. Yeah. The bell puzzle is good. Um, again, Sand Temple's kind of a low point. Anyone di- like or dislike the Ocean Temple? Uh, middle of the road. Middle of the road. Didn't love it, didn't hate it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually not a fan of the ocean stuff. In water, 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 water temple water. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the Tower of Spirits? So that's this is the big daddy dungeon that you're sure. kind of... In the same way that in Phantom Hourglass, you kind of have to go through what what was that called in that game? I can't remember the. Come on, somebody. Who the uh, Sea Kings. Sea Kings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A tomb, tomb, temple, or something. Yeah. Uh, that is a kind of a bummer. Uh, slam on the brakes. Everyone, everyone has to s- stop and do this temple thing. Uh, Tower of Spirits. I didn't really find. I didn't really feel that way. Although it did. I did get murked a bunch by these um oh yeah phantom this was way knights. harder than that other one yeah it was harder uh not timed of course but harder and of course when you do die you have to start at the very beginning or even if you get hit oh I think yeah you have to start at the very beginning. yeah um i did appreciate that even if you do get hit all the stuff that you did stays, stays so you don't yeah. have to do everything all over again yeah yeah, yeah. um and in and as jolly you pointed out earlier the puzzles get pretty complicated towards the later half of the these. Uh, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love this whole section of the game. I actually had the feeling of once you're done with the um, a dungeon, I'm like, yes, we got to get back to this part. This is kind of mm-hmm. you know much better than the previous game, and I'm excited to you know solve the puzzles in this. But by the end, I'm like there. I I was surprised how many times you had to go back and forth and back and forth and switch between different phantoms to complete that final uh, three door right uh, mm-hmm. to to make it all the way to the end to get that compass to the dark uh, world. Uh, it just overstayed its welcome. I think at that point it was a lot of like I would have never figured out how to do it without looking at a guy for that portion of it. Right. I mean, overall, I do appreciate that they kind of like how 
I mean, it, it's definitely much more involved than Phantom Hourglass mm-hmm. in the sense that every time we got a new section, there was a new gimmick. So like one would be pitch black. One would be, you know, lava based. One yeah. Zelda could teleport. You know, there was always some kind of new gimmick to yeah. play around. Love with. that, by the way. Yeah. The teleporting. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about the pitch black stuff, the ghost stuff? I had to look that up a couple of times. Yeah, I, it, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> I was not. Um, I'm. Ne- I'm never like completely thrilled with the uh, <laughs> with that. The I wish they would have at least given me faint outlines of the walls. Yeah. 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 Pretty. Yeah. Ghost stuff is never my favorite stuff, and like the right. pose. And I think the torches stuff. for for as for as pitch black as it was, I don't think there was enough. I don't think the torches gave off enough light. I feel like. Once I'm lighting them, I should be able to get at least somewhat of a yeah. I should be able to see a path all the way down instead of there's a light and then there's a pitch black space in between and then there's the next light. Yes. Yeah. Um let's talk about some items really quick. So this is an interesting situation where I feel like it has all the same items from Phantom Hourglass minus Except- a cup minus one, right? That godlike whip. Oh, right. Yeah, the whip. Yeah, yeah the whip is. Uh, well, the whip is in in this too, right? Mm-hmm. What do you? Uh, no, I don't think it was in. I don't think it was in. It's uh, not in Phantom Hourglass. What do you have instead? No. You have a. Um, you have the lasso. What is the thing that you have in in Phantom Hourglass that Ooh, I'm um, trying to remember? It lets I just, you get from thing to thing. Is it is it just is it a hook hook shot? It's a hook shot. Yeah, it's yeah. a hook with a, a a rope on it. Yeah, okay. that was it. That from Wind Waker. Yeah, yes. this whip is. Uh, well, do we like this whip better? Sounds like we kind of. I love this. I kind of yeah. do. Yeah, it has a little snake on it. <laughs> the snake or it is, is cool. a snake. Yeah, yeah, it's a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whirlwind. I hate. That's that's okay though. It's just because of the blowing. <laughs> uh, boomerang's back. Whips whip in a way is similar, but it's 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 back. Bow's back. Bombs back. Sand one is new. Sand one is eh. not great. Yeah, and then you got spirit flute, and that's really it. Um, I yeah. dug the spirit. I don't care, man. I dug the spirit flute. You, thought, you like you playing know, the, the songs? Playing a little jingle. The yeah, I'm I'm good with it. Hey, I'm sure it's much better on the DS. I timed I, so recently. I've been timing my gaming sessions. Each dungeon for me took about. Half an hour at the most. Thirty minutes, yeah. Without looking at a guide, it took me close to forty-five minutes sometimes to just complete a duet with the flute. And were there moments where I was like, I think I just need to take a break and not do this and maybe compose (laughs) myself. Right, right. There were, but I did not do that, and I just got angrier and angrier at the game. (laughs) That's incredible to me. I never had that much trouble. That is not once. It could be that my Wii U is really old and the mic is broken. Could be that. Yeah. Or maybe it's not as sensitive as the DS mic. It might. Could be that. You could have. Because I feel like I feel like it got more sensitive every iteration of the DS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, Did I put could, my July lips have, like, onto the controller at one point and was oh, basically no. <laughs> doing this, putting uh, like that? <laughs> yes, I did. You probably just cummed it up. 
your little your little uh oh yeah i forgot i cummed it up <laughs> oh, how, how did i for- i'm so i'm so yeah, stupid yeah just, i put a bunch cum- of cum in it you probably cummed it no up. i didn't do that listeners <laughs> Um, I love uh, I love the I love that we have multiple shields in this game. Yeah, I love I, like that. I yeah. love that we have uh, multiple swords. That's also in, in uh, uh, Phantom Hourglass as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, collecting the train Ooh. car. What do you think about this game, sword? Oh, I love the sword. Yeah, um, like it. But back to real quick the there's a slight difference between this and Phantom Hourglass where you collect the three tiers, right? And they power up your sword so that you can mm-hmm. slash a phantom and then Zelda can get in there and you can control phantom. Love all that because I believe in Phantom Hourglass you had to carry the three pieces of the Triforce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Much, now it's just the boss key. Yes. Much rather have it this way. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, What do you think about the train accessory stuff? I like that better than the boat accessory stuff. I did too. I think it's yeah. I think it's a little bit more streamlined. I think it was a little way un- pared down. Yeah, mm-hmm. unwieldy in in Phantom Hourglass. You never quite knew what you were going to get in some cases. Um mm-hmm. this is like a little bit better. I also like stamp collecting. I like the Loved little it. sound it makes when you stamp. Too. Like, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. You can redo I like the, the, the stamps. The designs of the stamps too. The designs are cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh did you guys collect all the rabbits? No, okay. I, it was too hard for me to catch him. You get I don't it. know what it was. Yeah, the thing yeah. Is, so here's what I, uh, I'll tell you guys: this, this is like also like a, a window into like my philosophy of like game design too. If you're gonna have me do a collectathon thing, give me a meaningful weapon upgrade. That is like that is pivotal. I think that is like something that I, I find it's really. Mm-hmm. Good. And, and if you collect all those rabbits, you get an electric shock to your sword, which is like, um, huh. which is like really. Uh, and I really? believe you also get the you shoot the beam at the sword. That's too. what I meant. That's yeah, you shoot the okay. beam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You have a beam sword kind of situation. I collected up to the point where you get the heart piece and that's where I was like mm. not anymore cuz Fair it, point. it is difficult. Heart pieces that. by the way, kind of like Phantom Hourglass. You can get them if you want. Don't need them necessarily. You don't need them. Yeah, you don't pretty need them. pretty easy game unless <laughs> unless you're playing on the Wii U. Pretty easy. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Um, any more gameplay related uh, top anything? Anything you guys else want to mention about this game before we before we head out to to close this sucker down? Something. Pop- yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no! I just wanted to make sure that we we. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I show my appreciation for that fight against Burn. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. When you and Zelda basically jump him mm-hmm. and she's like clobbering him with the sword and you're doing the same thing i i really dug that because that's the one time zelda got to get yeah you know in the mix with right. the boss right so. yeah that's yeah that's just like a whole bunch of cool happens back to back there i i really like that whole the end game stuff in this i think is really rewarding and shout out to the design of the the demon train the big one yeah demon train's cool mm. I, uh, what do you think about yeah. your your train extension, like the the dragon thing? The... Oh yeah, <laughs> that pretty that ruled. Yeah. July, you got something? July? Um, I was gonna say that burn boss battle gave me it. It, it really made me think of um, what's that character from Street Fighter with the mask and. 
Vega. Vega, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a, the Zelda Vega right here. Yeah, don't look upon my face. I'm too beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Be- what a beautiful boss battle it was. <laughs> but uh, the, I guess the final thing I'll say is um, there is a moment near the end where I was like, yes, we we did it. We conquered Maladus. And I forget if it's right before that that or, or before the final uh, uh, iteration of Maladus or right after. You have to do a duet with Zelda. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking so kidding me? Are you? I was like, are <laughs> you so kidding? Sorry. I thought I was done with this. Yes. But luckily, by this time, I looked it up and like, how can I make this a better experience for myself? And that's when I realized you just have to move the Silas very quickly. You don't have to hit every note perfectly. And I got it in one try. So, Oh, congratulations. If I so, had my sound effect yeah. board here, I'd play you off. So all that <laughs> all that pain and tears and uh, and jizz that I, that I had to go through. Well, when you cummed up your... Uh, yes, when your, I apparently cummed up. Yeah. Remote, yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, final thoughts for me, uh, just wrapping up both of these, since this is, you know, my stop on the, on the old, uh, this is all of Zelda, our stops, I believe. Unless Zelda Zelda are series. you joining him, Connor, for Skyward? Hey man, if he, if he throws out the invite, I mean, the, that's the least he can do after you spoiled the game for me. <laughs> oh, bullshit. All right, Adrian, what were we going to say? Sorry. Uh, I I was just gonna say that um, I know these aren't everybody's favorite two Zelda games, right. but I appreciate that they put forth the effort to do as bombastic of basically these full size, oh, full DS size adventures as they did. Yeah, and I like that they made them different. Yeah, I I, I appreciated that they weren't just doing a formulaic Zelda because I don't think it would have worked with the current hardware that they had at the time. I don't know how a Ocarina of Time port with just touch controls, I don't think that would have worked necessarily. No, don't so give me that. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I I always will applaud them for doing something. Even if it wasn't a home run 10 out of 10, I still think that they're definitely at least worth the play. Um, I uh, my, my final thoughts on these two games back to back to are basically like I, I agree with you, Adrian. I think that they were um, an excellent attempt to do with do something cool with what they had. And you can see big, bright, beautiful, shining moments in both games. I think there are more moments in spirit tracks that are from to my taste. Um, but I think overall, both games succeed in in doing something unconventional with a series that is steeped in convention. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to see it was, it was nice to just wield that stylus and be yeah. and be in that world for a while. Like it, I don't know. It, it was a, it was an experience unique on in, in and of itself. And for that, I applaud it. Now, are these my favorite games? No. Did it wow me? Like 
Minish Cap did. Not exactly, but some points did for but me. Some, some points, and I would say those boss battles are if definitely if you're not going to play this game, you should look those up on YouTube because they're really yeah, those cool. were the high points. Mm-hmm. Um, those boss battles are great. So and also the puzzles. Like anytime I had mm-hmm. to draw, and there's a few in Spirit Tracks we didn't even go over, but like drawing stuff, marking stuff on your map, like all that stuff is like really interesting. Um, I could see how porting these to anything else, like a Switch port, would be almost not even worth doing because I feel like not only these games like were designed in a very specific time and place, but they kind of yeah. live and exist in a time and place, you know? Yeah. I feel like you you can only really experience these on... And that's there's no slight to you, July, but I feel like these really live on DS. No, I, you know I, I, I agree mean? with you. Yeah. Based off your experiences and, and mine, I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and close out, fellas. Where can people find you? July, let's start with you. Uh, you can find me on the Skyward Sword episode of Zelda Games Club coming soon. All right. Just Adrian, willing yourself into existence Adrian, there. Yeah. Where can you? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at homeboy h o l m b o i, and you can also find me as part of the Super Gamer Boys podcast. Very cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. I certainly appreciate every uh, subscriber we have to the Patreon here. It is it is such a blast and an honor to get to serve this community. I. Uh, I will be taking my leave now and I will join you again for the Skyward Sword episode as a guest. And then later, as we do our wrap up Zelda end episode where we talk about uh, our experiences with the entire series, I'll be on that episode. That's as well. very nice. You said you're saying farewell and um, you, you're actually coming back for the next one. <laughs> It's very... for the next for the very next episode. Yeah, yeah. It's very... Well, I mean, this tech, this is my stop. So the yeah. train, I, 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 we're 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 saying goodbye to Adrian, but not farewell because Adrian <laughs> will be back uh, yes. for more for for many more episodes to come. And to July, just so you know, I will be wearing like sunglasses and a backwards hat for Skyward Sword. It's going to be a completely different vibe. So I appreciate <laughs> you insinuating that it's going to be a similar experience. Oh, okay. Be. And I hope that's not a Skyward Sword reference. It isn't. Is, it isn't. Is Link wearing all? sunglasses and a backwards hat? <laughs> that? I don't know. I'm an hour in. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be disruptive and kind of annoying on those episodes, whereas here I'm very poised and put together and mm. you know. And I don't know if that's a slight against me because I don't feel like I do that. <laughs> I'm not saying that that actually wasn't a slight against you. Okay, but uh, we will see you. Um, oh, what's my new what's my new sign off now? What do I say? I say. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, we'll see you at the games.